Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Consultants Conversations. Thanks for joining us and today we are joined by Graham Elliott from Graham Elliott Coaching and Training. Thanks for joining us Graham. Hi there Andy, my pleasure. And today we're going to have a conversation about sales. So for all those budding sales people out there Graham, let's have a chat about what they can do to improve their technique and possibly address an area that they really don't like dealing with most of the time but you know it's very important. So Absolutely, well sales obviously is critical to any business and it's also very interesting because a lot of people's image of salespeople is the very sleazy, pushy, just want to get the deal salesman person. And that's not really what it's about. Sales really is about helping your client. So what I teach people, the first thing I teach them is to adopt a servant's mindset. And what I mean by that is that they go to talk to a client to understand what it is they're trying to do what their problems are, what their pain points are, and then look to provide solutions to that. So the salesperson becomes part of that client's team, if you think of it that way. And the great thing about that is it takes all the pressure off too, because most salespeople hate sales because they're always under pressure to get the deal, you know, and it's all about, well, I'm going to go meet this guy or this lady, and they're only kind of half listening to the answers that are coming back because they're just thinking, how do I close this? Which is a lot of pressure. It makes it really uncomfortable for everyone. So how do you kind of... What's, how do we get away from that mindset? How do we kind of really get, it, get into the client's head? Well, really the first thing that anybody can do is just ask questions and listen to the answers. So that's the really simple way. Um, the way I teach, I use um, a behavioral profiling tool called DISC, which I know a lot of people are aware of. And the reason I like to use DISC is that DISC defines four types of people. And most of us can remember four things. And what's even better is you'll tend to be one of them. So you've now only got to remember three because you'll naturally be one of these, these types of people. By knowing what you are and by recognising the other three when you meet them, you know how to change your approach. You can step into your client's world. So what I mean by that is some people are quite high energy and quite full on. So if you meet somebody who's low energy and a bit more thoughtful about things, you're going to come across as really overwhelming for them and they're going to be energetically backing away from you all the time. So if you recognise that's the kind of person you're dealing with and you know you're high energy, what you do is manage that yourself and you just slow it right down. And it's maybe, and I'm very high energy, so for me, working with someone like that, it's like all in super slow-mo, but it does help me connect with that person. And this is how we begin to build rapport, we begin to build trust, and obviously we want to buy from people that we like and we trust. Okay, so you mentioned there's, there's four kind of personality types. Is there... Is there an e obviously there's an in-depth process to find out about them, but is there an easy way to kind of you know spot that personality type? But they're kind of obvious markers for each one. Yeah, there are. And look, you, with this, once you get into it, you can start going as deep as you like. But, it, but what I teach is a very very simple method. So if you think of disc, now this is going to require a little bit of imagination. So uh, <laughs> bear with me. Um, if you think of it as a square with D and I on the top of the square and S and C on the bottom. The D and I, and they stand for dominant and influence, so they tend to be high energy. So you'll notice then when you see them, they tend to be slim. It's not always the case, but they tend to be slim because they're always burning energy off. But they'll be moving quickly. They'll be speaking quickly. So this, this kind of thing you can use on the phone as well. Just listen to the speed of the voice and how quickly they're speaking to you. On the other hand, the S and the C energies are much slower, which means that in their bodies, they are often rounder, more comfortable in their body because they're low energy burners, they will be speaking and moving slowly. They may well be very thoughtful about what they're saying. So the first distinction is to just look at the speed, try and get a sense of the speed of that person. And in doing that, you just split that quadrant in half. 
The next thing I suggest people do is to just ask a very simple question when you meet them, something along the lines of, how's your day been? The D and the C energies, so if you can visualise still that little square, uh, the D and the C energies are very task-focused, so they'll tend not to engage. They'll really want to get down to the point of the meeting. Whereas the I and the S, who are on the other half of that quadrant, they're very people-focused, so they'll tend to engage with you. The I will most likely chat, probably for half an hour, <laughs> about how good their day's been. Um, the S will ask about you. So by applying those two, if you think of that square, that box of four letters, you just split that two ways. And I just say to people, that's probably giving you about a 65% certainty of what the leading energy, the dominant energy of that person is. And you then know what kind of conversation you need to have with them. Do you just get straight to the point? Um, do you chat a lot about them? Do you have to reassure them a lot? Or do you really slow it down and go into hard, detailed facts and a lot of, a lot of detail? So this is all, you know, where we start putting the layers in. But that's a very quick way of identifying the, what's likely to be the dominant energy type. Okay. And should, I mean, as a salesperson, as a small business owner, obviously, we're all, we're all salespeople. But should we only be really focusing on people of our own personality type to sell to? or? Look, it'd be good if you could, because they're the people you'll naturally connect with, and you'll just feel, hey, that was a great guy, we had a great conversation. But the reality is that small business owners tend to come from a mix of the different energies. Um, if you're a technician, that generally points to detail, so you might have a high C energy, for example. A high C is very task-focused, but very thoughtful, very heavy on facts and detail. If you're a high D energy, which is, again, task focus but very big picture, you'll struggle with all the detail and you'll, you'll just think, why do they want to know all of that when you know, it's not really relevant? But to them it is. So, yeah, you're right. You, you'll probably find a lot of people, if you're high D, most likely find with um, small business owners, there's likely to be a high amount of D in them because D is the energy that pushes through difficult decisions and will take a risk, which is one of the things that tends to define business owners. But you'll find there's a secondary energy there as well and that's where you may have to... Um, be ready to adapt your approach to suit that style. And obviously you can only do that by knowing which style you're dealing with and what you are, where you're coming from. Okay, great. And just kind of going back to that, um, just because I've heard you present on this before as well, I'm sure. going to ask you to tell us your, your elevator anecdote. Because uh, I really like that, because it just <laughs> sums up kind of a nice way that the different personalities act. And it's quite a nice verbal one just for the for the podcast, if you don't mind. Running yeah, yeah sure, one. sure. Yeah, it's a, I stole it from somebody else, actually, but that's all good. <laughs> yeah, so um, the idea of the elevator is to just think of four people waiting for an elevator. So one of them, probably quite slim, probably conservatively, maybe darkly dressed, um, just pounding the elevator call button, and it's just like, hey, want to get going? Let's let's get on with this. Not speaking to anybody. So that's your D energy. That's your dominant. This tends to be the energy of the CEO. It's the energy that gets things done. So if you think of a tribe, um, the dominant energy is the leader of the tribe, and they're very much driven by winning because when they win, everybody wins, and if they lose, everybody loses. So this is why the D energy tends to be your CEO, and they'll be um, very focused on winning. The next person looks a bit similar, but the dress is completely different. They're likely to have very bright colours, and they will just be chatting to everybody. So, you know, they, they might see somebody there with a great jacket, and it'll, it'll be along the lines of, hey, that's a great jacket, where you go for? I love your hair and your shoes, and it's all great. That's the high eye energy, it stands for influencer, but they're very, very charismatic. It's very difficult not to like a high eye energy. Um, and look, they're great people, probably one of the worst clients you can have, <laughs> simply because they get distracted an awful lot. So if this is reminding you of anybody who gets really enthusiastic about starting something, 
and then gets distracted and moves on to something else and then something else and something else and never actually quite finishes, that's pointing to a very high I energy. So that's the second person. The third person, so when everyone's now getting into the lift, and by the way, the D energy is now pounding on their floor button. They don't care that not everyone's in, they're just wanting to get going. And um, the S energy, which stands for stabilizer, that's like a mother energy. Uh, they see somebody running for the lift, so they're the person who will hold the lift door for them and uh, let them come in. So the S energy is very caring. Um, any profession where people are looking after other people, very likely to have a very high S energy component to them, may well be their leading energy. If you're dealing with them as a client, they're very, they don't like change, is the first thing. So your change process or introducing your product or service to them, you've got to allow a lot of time for them to buy into it. They will be very concerned about how it impacts their people if they're in a management role. And, um, but once you've got them, they're very loyal. So they're the kind of person that it takes a long time to build up a relationship and trust. You have to really earn the trust. But when you do, they'll stick with you. So they're great clients. And in fact, the D is. The D just wants to tick the box, tick the box so they're good, good clients too. So that's the S. And the final energy is the C energy. So again, very, very slow. This is the slowest of the energies. And it stands for compliant. And compliant means being correct. So getting it right in that sense. So it's more like a tech head. And um, they're the person that when they get into the lift, you know, there's that little plaque in there that tells you how many people it will take. Um, they'll be counting because they want to do everything by the book and they like a lot of detail. So that's a very, very quick thumbprint of how to identify the energies in a, in a you know, one particular situation. Great, and uh, we're just about coming to the end of the episode here, but I just want to see if you've got kind of one tip or trick or just last thought that you want to kind of leave our listeners with before we wrap up for today. Yeah, sure, another one to just bear in mind is that many, many salespeople, quite often because they're nervous, they try and close far too early. So what I would just say to you is, look, take the time, have the conversation with the client, really listen to them, and make sure you understand exactly what they want. And also, if there are particular objections come up regularly, throw those in yourself early on in the conversation, because if you raise them, they're a topic for conversation. If the client raises them, they're an objection. And once you've done that, just ask their permission to summarise, then ask their permission just to present your solution. But again, it will be a conversation, and what you'll find is that the close will happen much more easily. So that's my suggestion. <laughs> All right, great. Well, thanks very much for joining us today. My pleasure. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, please carry on the conversation. Thanks.